Hey, this is Brian. The following episode was recorded literally seconds after our last East Texas University games in Savage World. And the audio quality is not the best. We had the entire crew. Chris was calling in, I believe, on his phone. And uh, the rest of us were not using our normal uh, recording software. Uh, the levels aren't balanced naturally, et cetera, et cetera. Had to go in and do some cleaning up. It's better. It's not perfect, but it's listenable. So enjoy. And one final note, a couple times we reference 4E. For those of you who are longtime listeners, you know we are referring to specifically Dungeons & Dragons 4th Edition and not another 4th Edition of another system. Enjoy. RPG Lessons Learned. When the game is over, when your players are gone, that's when lessons are learned. We are at RPG LL Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, RPGLLPodcast at gmail.com, and check us out online at RPGLessonsLearned.com. Hi, welcome to RPG Lessons Learned, the show where you can learn from our mistakes. If you hear kids in the background, that's because we are impromptu recording this immediately after our very last session. Oh, thank God. In- in the East Texas University, yes, thank God, in the East Texas University campaign. And this is going to be a really impromptu show. We're going to go around and ask for everyone's opinion with maybe some discussion. I want everyone to give a score for this session that we just finished and and then talk about, give me a sentence on it, a score for the campaign, and then give me a sentence on your thoughts, and then a score for the Savage World system, and give me a sentence on your thoughts. So... Chris, we're going to start with you yep. and so, uh, go through those, those three things. Yeah, so the last session, I'll give it a nine just because I was able to finally go roguey rogue. And uh, even though it was you know painful, and long, and drawn out, I don't blame the, I don't blame this session for that. I blame uh, just really the game uh, itself, the mechanics, as well as the campaign. Um, so for me, this session was a nine. The campaign was a four, uh, and Savage Worlds was a four. Ouch. And Ouch on the campaign. I, Why yeah, is the campaign I, a four? Yeah, so the campaign was a four. I was actually gonna gonna grade the campaign a little lower to a three, just because it. And it's not anything against uh, what what we did, so much as it was just the overall experience was just really not that great. We uh, we just. We didn't have a lot of uh, sessions that were like two weeks apart, like we originally hoped. There were a lot of um, where were we, and, and uh, we as players forgot to mature as the game went on. Um, there was a lot of things that I just didn't like about this campaign, and it's not anything to do with the way that it was set up, the way that it was done. It was really just the whole thing was just not enjoy, not that as enjoyable as uh, even Pathfinder. And then I would make Savage. the case. Sorry. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, I, I would actually make the case that we as characters dematured as the game went on. Yes, absolutely. 100%. It, All right. It became and then laughable. And that was because we really were kind of done with it, I think, uh, probably after about two or three sessions. And then Savage Worlds is just if you have a cheat sheet, the cheat sheet should have everything you need to run a typical game. And instead, we were constantly like, "What is that? What is this?" And then, I, I don't know. It, 
it was just not very good. Um, I didn't like the mechanics. I, I even said during the last session that I missed the complexity of 4E. 4E, I had so many things to think about, but I at least had the basics down. Whereas with Savage Worlds, it just felt as though I didn't have the basics down. I mean, somebody, everything, I think Dusty said earlier that uh, we didn't even spend any bennies the entire campaign. We may have spent one or two. But we spent we so many this last game. Did we finally figure it out? No. No, no. not at all. Okay, so even though we spent a lot of bennies, you're saying we we no, there's no actual system mastery here. I would agree with that. All right. Not at all. Chris, thank you. Mike, let's let's cover your thoughts. Uh, so for numeric score for last session, I gave that an eight. I thought it was a fast-paced, action-packed romp, and most of that was because we officially ran out of Fs to give, and we were ready to finish this campaign, which is the biggest <laughs> capital F that we ran out of to give. Um, numeric score for the overall campaign, I gave that a six. That's mostly lower because of the remote play, right? So... I think we definitely struggled a lot with the online playing, the technical issues, the sound issues, everything that's involved in remote playing. I think that detracted overall from the campaign. Um, that's true. Remote play was a major point of this campaign was for us to try a 100% remote over Skype campaign, even though we, we've always played in the same room up, up till then. And man, if you're listening and your only way to game is remote, my heart goes out to you. And I don't mean that in a pejorative way. And maybe you figured it out. And maybe it's an age thing where we're all mid thirties and above, except for Nathan, who's, who's, you know, young and, and millennial over there. But uh, <laughs> maybe it's an age thing, but this remote thing just didn't work for us. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to, to getting back in a room with everybody. And getting back around the table. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I would have probably scored the campaign a little higher, but I felt our last few sessions in this game really picked it up. I felt we got out of the show. We started doing more, I don't want to say more combat focused, but interspersing more combat with the RP. So uh, you also went away from the one shot sheets and I felt with your added creativity, it just made the campaign a lot better. Yeah. We started to get shit done. Yep. All right, yep. Nathan. Oh, nope, I still got a oh, numeric score for Savage Worlds. My bad. This is the most important. So uh, I'm going to stick by with what I said from our con episode way, way back when, for the first time I played Savage Worlds. And I don't care if we get hate mail. Savage Worlds sucks. I give it a zero. Don't like it. Yeah. Don't Fair like enough. It. All right. Completely agree. Nathan. Well, hey, folks, I'm back in a big old Roll Tide to all you Crimson Tide fans out there in the audience. Being me. <laughs> Only me. Oh, we're talking about the game? Oh, yeah, okay, that game, sure. Anyway, last session, uh, I'll give it a solid, we'll go seven, we'll go seven, maybe an eight. But like others said, it's enough of a uh, fairy farting around and just going, let's stone cold murder some people and let's get some stuff done. And by God, we got it done. You know, maybe got a little wacky there, who cares? Got done. If every session had been like this one, Nathan, or maybe a little wacky, but who cares? We got stuff done. What would that what would that have done for your perception overall? I'd have another taco truck or two, probably. Fair enough. We don't, All right. we don't play Pathfinder for better than worse. What's your what's your campaign score? 
<sighs> first half a solid two to last half. We'll say uh, seven. Fair one enough. One shot, one shot don't work. Not for us. Not for this. Not for us. Not for this. I agree. I, I'm. I'm not going to do that anymore. If I well, let me rephrase that. I'm not going to run someone else's one shot off their paper. Um, it's probably a me thing, but I just will never study it enough, even a one sheet, to be able to run it on the fly. If I make it up, there's just that much more confidence that I can take it off the rails. Oh, and also remote play makes you want to die. Just hard stop there. <laughs> hard stop. Nothing else you want to add there? I work remote at work all the time. I do this thing to interact with people. And by God, y'all ain't paying me for this. So I'm off. I'll just go back to work. Hey, I hear you. All right. Savage worlds. Oh, boy. Uh, the system has merits. I can see where this would be pretty good, especially for a collaborative narrative storytelling type nonsense. Uh, but look, if I hit your AC, I'm doing the damage. What was the Star Wars system we did a while back? Was this also Savage that was that was no no that was Chaosium's basic role play system. Okay, uh, that this a, that was a D one hundred system. This is garbage, and so is that one. <laughs> okay, all right. Strong opinions oh. from Nathan Bryan. Uh, this game, I'm going to say probably a nine. Um, it was excellent. It was uh, we basically like we've done in the past. We just uh, Decided to just do what we wanted to do, which was kill a couple of people, and it was very cathartic. Uh, we were able to uh, work our way around um, doing terrible and nefarious things, and uh, it was that was it was pretty great. Uh, the campaign for um, some of the games have been excellent. Some of them have not been, but the games that were excellent were not excellent because of playing remotely uh they were entirely hindered by that and the games that were horrible were almost universally because uh, the remote play we've tried discord we've tried hangouts man did we even do skype at one point uh, yeah we, we started in skype yeah uh it doesn't work uh, i just i don't like it i i mean as for a guy who does podcasts and stuff over skype I, i'm used to it just I don't I don't enjoy doing it remotely. Um you know, I I'm probably gonna be the guy who says I, I like Savage Worlds. I don't hate it. Um I'm gonna give Savage Worlds a seven. I definitely think that it has a lot going for it. Um I love the way that uh I, I love using the exploding dice. I like the way that we organize our skills. Uh, I I just one wish that I did a better job of uh, keeping my collateral in front of me. Uh, going back to like 4E, for the most part, most of the stuff was in front of me in a card form or, or something like that. I've just not been great with my character sheet. Uh, we've been I've been basically pulling everything from the wild card creator and just looking at it on screen. Uh, of course, I, re I wiped my computer and reinstalled Windows since then, so I had to go back to the initial uh, character sheet that I emailed you months ago when I actually created the character. Uh, but really, none of that is the system's fault. It's my fault. I I think I, I could definitely see myself playing it, but nobody else in the group seems to like it that much. Uh, so I am going to uh, assume that it's it's in our past, not in our future. Uh, but I, 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 I don't hate Savage Worlds. I, I don't, I just, I, I assume that I'm never going to play it again unless I play it at con. 
Uh, Brian, real quick, point of order. Um, in regards to the skills, when we were looking earlier, Dusty noted that I think it's agility or athletics, that's the only one blowing to strength. But Climbing. Climbing. Climb, sorry, yes, yes. It seems that the combat-based uh, base attributes and the you know not quite useful stuff are completely separate. My character is the only one that had notice or some other fairly basic skill, but I was completely useless in all combat. And that's the thing. You have no combat options. Yeah, you specialize. You have to specialize in Savage Worlds. Yeah, and, I mean, that's and then you're good at your role. That's kind of how the world works. I mean, very few people are excellent across the board. You know, you have Mike, then everybody else, and everybody else is not good. But Mike, Mike's great at everything. Yeah, but but do you really play an RPG for the realism? Uh, hey, that's I, what I don't play this for realism. I roleplay at work. That's how I survive. So, in a way, yes. But we're not... Mike's point is we're not simulating reality here. We're not, we're not running right. this as a simulation of what would really happen if there was a witch doing bad shit in Pine Box, Texas. I'm... In, in, this, in, this is this is not a war game where we're simulating legitimate, you know, emergency FEMA responses to a witch I and how to hunt a witch down. The, para the parameters change. I mean, you know, like the physics isn't real and ca cause and effect is a little screwed up. We committed but, 12 capital crimes. Exactly. Tonight, but but so, I but, but I feel but I feel but I feel great about it. I it, it, it is really cathartic once you uh, are able to use a chainsaw and get like. You know, fifteen damage on a witch. So I'm, I'm going to go now. For for this session that we just finished up, I'd give it a nine. It wasn't perfect. Um, it was a really good effort with what we had. It was a really good effort for being remote. Um, I jumped in a lot more and kept the game going. I stopped the fight that was going on for too long and just you know did a did a roll one d two to see how many wounds you take and you're going to win. Um, I did some things to keep stuff moving to make it to steal the Savage Worlds tagline, Fast, Furious, Fun. I, I just stepped in a lot to make that happen. So I, I had more control this last game. I felt good about that. Campaign overall suffered. and It's my fault. It's 100% my fault. The idea for the campaign was wrongheaded. Um, the idea that I was going to run all of those one sheets and cut out the prep, that was silly. I have less prep, and I feel better about it when I just make something up and run it, trying to study a one sheet, and the one sheets are not particularly mechanical. It's a lot of paragraphs about what's happening or what could happen and all that. Um, trying to study a one sheet to run it around the table in reality, it's just too much. I would rather just choose a few monsters, make up a few plot points, and then go. So, and that, that's not to say one sheets are wrong. It's me personally. It's my GM style. And I stuck, my failure was I stuck with it for too long. I didn't change soon enough. If I would have changed earlier, the campaign would have been better. So, did I actually give a score for the campaign? I don't think so. No. Four. Four. You know what? Three. It was a really bad campaign. And it's my fault. It was so uneven. Savage Worlds, Brian, I'm with you. It could be really good. Um, I think the key limiting factor for Savage Worlds is with the deck of cards and the dice and the poker chips for the bennies, I think it you got to be around a table or you've got to be running a virtual tabletop that can handle the poker chips and you know the the the, the deck of cards and all that. Um, but it's just too many fiddly bits. 
Like the fact that initiative runs off a deck of cards, but then everything else is die. Yeah, that is weird. The fact that for a melee, for, for, for normal tests or trait tests, it's a static difficulty with, with rare exceptions. With a melee attack, though, it's not a static difficulty. You're, you, you've got to fight whatever the monster's parry is or whatever the character's parry is. But then with ranged attacks, you're back to static difficulty with the four, the six, and the eight. And then the opposed stuff. I mean, there's too many types of roles. The trait role, the melee, the ranged, the opposed. And then when you add bennies to that and the soak roles, it's, it's just, it wound up being too much. It was too many different types of roles for different types of situations. It's like going back to first edition D&D, where skill roles are, are D100, but then attack roles are D20, and then thief spot hidden roles are D6, and initiative roles are... It's too many different types of roles for different stuff, and I just like systems that have more streamlined mechanics. I, I think my major feedback about Savage Worlds and why I gave it a zero after all my encounters with it is after so many encounters, I should be able to confidently say, this is how I make a strength roll. This is how I make a damage roll. We are at the end of this session, and I was still confused. I blame the campaign for that. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I don't all the breaks. The for that. I don't know. I, I mean, it, it should be a simple enough system that if I play it once and I get it, when I come it's back to it. It's pocket fantasy. Even if it's like a month later, I should be like, oh, yeah. that's how." I, I do don't it. remember my phone number a month later. Savage Worlds. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I didn't even use my cheat sheet. Where I have cognitive dissonance, though, is Savage Worlds. I really think around a table it could work well. And it's wildly popular. Yeah. People love it. I don't get it. If you listen to Happy Jack's RPG podcast, that seems to be their game of choice, or at least it was a few years ago when I listened. Um, People love it, and, and we just don't. I want to try it again. I do want to try it again in like a year around a table. Clearly not with Chris. Maybe one day. Maybe. We, we can Maybe. do it in like three years, but a year. This this entire game took us how long? How many months? All right. One more campaign? one more discussion point, and then, I'm, and then we'll, we'll call it. Last discussion point is, are we sure the problem was Savage Worlds and not the fact that in a medieval type fantasy setting, we don't feel that strict rule of law. We feel freer to act and to kill the bad guys until they die from it. But in a more modern setting where we feel the rule of law and we feel you know, the fact that CSI exists, we feel the fact that you know cops and crime labs and FBI and state and local politicians and all this stuff, was that too much of a hindrance? Because early on, we were really reluctant to step in and make shit happen. I think that's I a great point. I think the the most campaigns where we hindered, or the sessions that we were most hindered, were, were the sessions where we did not feel free to be murder hobos. We had the most fun in this campaign when we played like murder hobos. This session, the last session, and the session before, those were super fun, and we basically were over. Nathan, what do you think? I think a strong part of it. The system, Savage Worlds is fine. It's fine. I don't care for it. It's fine. It's playing remote, learning a new system while playing remote, having three-month breaks or whatever it was now, fairly regularly. 
and some fourth one that oh yeah the uh yeah modern time constrained rule of law and to be fair you did enforce some of that stuff which obviously you should we don't want us to be murder hobos but you know i don't want to fess up to thinking about how to murder and hide bodies you know day-to-day life i'm not too skilled at it you know so i want to be skilled at it here so really just everything went wrong we were remote it's summer a lot of things happened we had a lot of breaks this has been our least consistent gaming in guys what 18 months in 18 months this has been our the least consistent we've ever been with gaming i think some of that has been a lack of enthusiasm to play remotely and play this campaign remotely agree agree yeah i can see that i mean not so much the the system i mean i've enjoyed the murder hoboness of it uh once we actually degraded into that which i think happened probably around the retirement home game uh, uh yeah but uh yeah prior to that though we were really playing things straight and it was kind of a challenge, but man, just this remote thing has been, yeah. it's just not been fun. All right. I'll say this. The campaign went from starting out somewhat Scooby-Doo style to ending up more Monster Squad. And I, it I wound up that, Dexter. Um, yeah. It went, well, Dexter. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one too. But it just, I didn't appreciate it. I took the time to write out every single thing on my own sheet, everything that, that my character had, because I didn't use the, wildcard creator or any of that and still looking at it i wrote it all out and i still was was lost in combat and i think that that was also because we were remote but it also just i i did not like the campaign i didn't like the setting i didn't like the the system i don't think that i need to do always the um you know medieval fantasy because i like call of cthulhu um i hated the game from mace um last year but and that soured me. And I said before that it, I would probably never play it again. But I actually, thinking back to it, I love the concept of it. This just, it, it was too much. I, I just didn't, I didn't care for any of it. And Savage Worlds, it might be something that I'll do in like three years or maybe a, a one shot. But I don't want to play it as a campaign in but a year. Real quick. I, I mean, it takes us a year to go through one of our campaigns. I want to just a brief tangent, though, with this last game, because I, I didn't get to go into this. Like. The sort of the frustration from this and devolving into like murder hobos, I like went to a really dark place. I don't, you guys probably didn't catch it, but like Julia, who, uh, you know, I just immediately said, well, let's go kill Julia. I mean, it wasn't even like, and you that's know, not you. Well, not even, not even that, but like uh, I went into her shop in police riot gear, like basically, uh, <laughs> you know, I, my identity was uh, obscured and when she basically started talking to me, like I didn't, you know, say, Hey, the gig is up. Hey, we're here for you. I just literally took my club and smashed her head in. Like, I didn't even want to give her the chance to, you know, dialogue or role play or anything. I just wanted her dead. And I was, that yeah. felt, that felt is that I was really symbolically when you did that yeah. a little bit symbolically, you just wanted the campaign over in a way. Yeah. That's like some rain Wilson, super stuff right there. All right. Very funny, Brian. Yeah. We're going to try Savage Worlds in person in a one shot. I'm going to spring it on you guys. I'm going to do some character sheets up a little bit differently with some of our learnings to try to make it clear about what the heck we should roll when. And we're going to try it and try to give Savage Worlds another fair shake. All right, guys. One last thing. I think if we try Savage Worlds again, we do it on the vanilla system and don't add any add-ons and just give the actual vanilla system a try. Because something I still have not done is just plain Savage Worlds. 
I've played it with this mod. I played it with the weird superhero mod. I played it con. And I'm wondering if just regular old Savage Worlds is better. There are several one shots in the book, in the core book. And we will run one of, oh, well, I'm breaking my own rule about running one shots out of it. It's so easy to do because they're there. And I'm like, well, I'll just do that. But no, I don't do that well. All right, fine. I will figure out a way to steal pieces from a one shot, make up my own story and run something pretty vanilla. But we're, but we're going to play something else for a while first and, and cleanse our palate and get over just the conflation of convergence of everything that went wrong with the remote and the job changes and the life changes and the tardiness and the yeah. Whew. All right. Awesome. Thank you guys for recording on the fly. Thank you for listening. This has been RPG Lessons Learned. People call them postmortems, evaluations, appraisals, reviews, retrospectives. We call them lessons learned, and we're sharing ours with you.